welcome to another episode of Not a Writing Advice Podcast. I am Jerry, your host as always, and this podcast is for people who want to harness their creativity, even, even either to um, live the life of a full-time creative or to enhance um, their lives in other areas like business or whatever else. And today, um, I want to talk about the creative community. But before I do, I wanted to remind you that my book, um, Running Through My Thoughts, is out. And you can go to my website at everydayscribe.com slash books and order it from there. Um, I also have two journaling classes, um, one free, that's just a that's not just because it's big work, um, but it is a three-day journaling challenge that really just dives into the barriers that I I personally have put in my own way um, to start a journaling practice and also things I've heard and, and noticed in other people as well. And I give you space to explore the, the kind of barriers that you put in your way because, you know, everybody's different. We all have different issues when it comes to doing things. And so it's important that you explore the things that you might be putting in your own way. And it could be as simple as one of the, I'm not going to tell you what it is because I've talked about it before. And if you want to know, then you have to sign up for the journaling class. But one of my barriers that I kept putting in my way was just so simple to overcome that um, I seriously, I've written this (laughs) exact phrase that I almost wanted to slap my forehead when I figured out that this was a barrier. I was putting it in the way of developing a really strong, um, important journaling practice. So if you would like to sign up for any of those, I have a new page on my website um, for that. And it is everydayscribe.com slash courses dash and dash downloads. So I will link both my book page and the courses and downloads page in the show notes for today. So let's dive into the creative community. So this past weekend, I had the opportunity to take a an impromptu trip to the Flint Hills. And I really do love the Flint Hills. I don't know that I would love to live there, but I love to visit just the wide open spaces, the being able to look as far off into the horizon as you can and not see another living person, no houses, no evidence of civilization whatsoever. It's just it's really breathtaking and it makes you feel like you're in a place. Like, I don't, it, it just is very grounding in some ways. And also it's very disturbing in some ways because um, of the wide open spaces and you're, if you're out there all alone on the prairie by yourself and all you can see is the tall grasses and gravel roads and whatever it can it can make you feel a little bit small and lonely but also it has like a kind of magic it's hard to explain you're just gonna have to go visit the flint hills so that you can experience it for yourself 
But anyway, I went to the Foothills because one of my favorite artists um, and one of my very good friends um, lives in the Flint Hills and is was part of a open studio uh, showing as part of a entire day full of art and creativity. So it started out with these shows. So everybody in this small little Flint Hills town, um, there's several different artists, photographers, painters, sculptures, um, several writers, several artists that live in this little tiny community. And they all had like open studios. So they opened up their yards or their homes or their studios um, to invite people to come in and see their latest artwork. And some people sold stuff. And then later in the day, the Tallgrass Prairie has a residency, and so the Tallgrass um, Artist Residency, the residents from the residency for the last two years uh, did some presentations and things about their art and showed off their sculptures and their films and their music and their writings, and it was just amazing to be amongst all of these different artists, all these different creatives, and and just be in the space. Like I didn't even have to like have in-depth conversations with these people, although I did talk to a few other artists there. But just being in the same space as other artists was energizing and inspirational and motivational like um I walked away from this weekend just wanting to write all of the words and um I mentioned earlier to a friend of mine that I we were sitting around a bonfire all of the artists and all of the artist connoisseurs um were standing around a bonfire in what's called the um I think it's the artist path um in that same small town and so we're just all like chatting around a bonfire it's a beautiful fall night the stars are out um the fire is crackling and people are just having a good time uh, talking about their art talking about life just talking about anything really And being in that space and being with those people, I had all these lovely lines of poetry or maybe lines of an essay or something floating in my head, but I didn't take the time to capture them. So now they're probably lost forever. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) But, um, But just being in that moment with the bonfire light and the total darkness otherwise and it was just magical almost and like I said I walked away from this whole day like this full day of visiting artists of listening to their presentations of listening to um, their art with the readings and the musical presentations and I just Because being an artist, being a writer, is sometimes very lonely. Like, not lonely in the sense that, um, 
you know, I just feel alone all the time, but lonely in the sense that sometimes you're creating in a bubble because, um, for example, I, other than my artist friend that I went to visit this past weekend, and I have a few artist friends here locally, I don't like have a lot of people that I talk to on the regular basis that um, consider themselves artists, even though, as I've mentioned before, I think everybody is creative. Just some people either don't want to embrace their creativity for whatever reason, or um, they don't think that they're creative and they are. I'm just telling you right now, you're creative. I don't, I don't care what, (laughs) what your background is or what you do. I, I'm pretty sure I'm like, 95% positive there's something creative within you and so sometimes it's just kind of like you're creating things in a bubble you don't really know um you don't really feel connected sometimes with other writers or other artists and stuff and so being in a space like that where all these artists and artist lovers (laughs) just standing around a bonfire in the middle of the prairie is is just really kind of magical so they do this every year Um, of course they didn't do it during the pandemic last year which is why the last two years of residents um, were presenting at the tall grass artist residency presentation but um they do generally do this every year and if you are able to make it next year to this <laughs> event um i i would try to make it a priority because especially if you want to be creative or you already are creative um just being in the space like i said with other creatives like this is just very fulfilling and in a way to share your creativity and share with other artists and just talk to other artists even if it's not about art per se just being in the space with them and talking with them and drawing off each other's energy is a powerful way to fill your creative cup that's what Julia Cameron, I think, talks about filling your creative cup by going on artist dates and stuff. And and it doesn't necessarily have to be something like this where you go and you convert with other artists, but you can take yourself out on a nature walk or you can take yourself out to a movie. Whatever gives you inspiration, that's what you should do. But being with other creatives and being in that space does elicit some kind of feeling that I I don't think that you can even get with like a creative critique group for example like when Mary and I were talking about critique groups I mean obviously there's a bunch of writers in that group but it doesn't have the same kind of restorative kind of feeling as just being in a space with other artists and just talking with them instead of being in a space with other writers or whatever and critiquing each other and trying to make each other better. It was just like a really low-key kind of atmosphere of 
hanging out with writers and hanging out with artists and and it was just a really good way to share space and like I said gather that regenerative energy of being an artist with other artists it's really an amazing experience so my point is one if you have the chance to go to the tall grass artist residency event next year then please absolutely do that but also secondly seek out your own um local places where artists gather and not necessarily for uh critiquing or to work on your art and maybe not even if it's an artist in your medium so like if you're a writer maybe go to an artist event for painters or I don't know something I just think that there's magic in those spaces and rejuvenation in those spaces so that's my point with creative communities seek out a creative community and see what happens see how you feel and maybe you don't like it but and and I say this as a person who is completely introverted and do does not really like events especially right now um but this was mostly outdoors and so it was just a really it was just a really restorative weekend so I highly recommend doing a weekend like that Find your creative community somewhere and do something with them. Even if you don't really talk to them, just being in the space with them kind of inspires and motivates and rejuvenates, as I've said. That's really all I have for you this week. I just really wanted to say that because I was really surprised at how much this weekend of being with other writers is something that I needed. So I just thought I would share that with all of you who are harnessing your creativity in whatever way. So thank you for listening to not another or not a writing advice podcast. Um, I'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Mm-hmm.